stand and say, no matter what the surroundings look like, I'm standing with Jesus. I'm walking with God. living in me and I'll never be the same. Never, never, never will I be the same. God increase, pastor decrease. Give me ears to hear what God has to say. I'm going to walk with power and not let the loss get left. Amen, amen, amen. You guys may be seated. I do uh, want to ask you guys for prayer as well. Um, uh, my mom's diagnosis is not dementia, found out it's brain trauma. So the reason why she doesn't just completely lose her memory, it comes in and out. So that's what we found out from her. So hopefully they're going to be working on that part and, and, and working on her as well. Uh, as we prayed for Mr. Fred, he's doing better. Now, some of y'all may not have gotten that post because I only like my because I have a uh, Android phone. So it only allows me to send a text out to 20, and then there's a second list of people. But we got to pray for Mr. Fred. He's home doing well, right, and, and doing great. And so, uh, I mean, just thank you guys for your faith and prayers and continued uh, faith in God. Amen? So Book of Revelations 10, this is our 10th and final sermon, and it's a new heaven and a new earth. We're going to be breaking down new heaven, new earth, what, what, what that's talking about, what's being said about that. Uh, at any point, if you finish your snack and you want to get more, come up here and get it, all right? Uh, do, do not leave it to us to take, take back home, all right? 
Uh, so chapter 21, Revelation 21, and I'm going to read just the first uh, eight verses. He says, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, with men and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain. For the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto, unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the fearful, and the unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. And, and so... Again, all of us, we overcome, we believe, we trust God. And, and this is, and obviously, you know, you know, you saved and you're already in heaven at this point anyway. But it's talking about the folks who still needs to, uh, who overcome all of these things. Yet, understand, pride is going to keep a lot of people still from turning to God. Pride is, is, is the worst drug uh, greater than crack, PCP. It is so addicting. And, and all of us, I, I mean, uh, let me say that there, there's a, the level of whatever struggle we had in our life, pride was the center point of it. Of you're not going to tell me what to do and you're not going to make me do it and I'm not going to change unless this, I, 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 you know, you know, I'm going to die like this. Okay. Well, hopefully not. And, and here's the cool thing about God. Uh, he said, I'll be their God and they'll be my people. Um, you know, now we're cool, but, but as you were growing up, how many of y'all were ashamed if your mom had to come to the school? You didn't really want to be seen with them. Yeah, 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 uh, mama coming. And if she had that robe on, you knew she didn't care what she looked like, and she didn't care what the rest of the people thought she looked like, and she didn't care what you had to go through after she left, right? It was like, oh, here she comes. A lot of times, God is, is still the same way. Sometimes people get ashamed of knowing that they're with God and they're God's people. And he says, I'm, you're always going to be my people. Please let me always be your God. There's scenarios where we don't want, go on, go on, I don't want nobody to see me. Drop me off at the corner. Well, let your friends pick you up then. That's, see, we knew not to make them kind of statements. That meant walking. But in this part, Jesus, the Lord of the churches, and here's how Revelations, this particular last part of it breaks down. Jesus is the Lord of the churches, Revelations 1, 1 to uh, chapter 3 and 22. Jesus is the lion over the nations, Revelations 4, 1 to chapter 20 and 15. Jesus, the lamb among believers, Revelations 21, 1 to 22 and 21. 
the new perspective of this last section is glorious. Now, we're thinking about that. Now, you're a believer. You're good. You're with God. We're celebrating. The lamb has come. We're the bride. We're, we're you know, you know, when, when, when our brides came down that aisle, when we saw them for the first time, we didn't get to see them all that day. I don't know what was the, the major thing about that, but, you know, we saw all each other. But that day, right, right after my folks brought the really greased up, um, Rehearsal dinner food, because that was one thing. I, 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 you know, Pastorita, you know, she talks, you know, just revealing and saying stuff she was going through. But man, I was, I was a handful. I, I knew how to pick fights. You hear that little deep voice, devil back there. Um. So when I found out, I say, you know, I asked my mom. I said, do I get to say? Do I have any say in this wedding? And my mom said, you get to pick the rehearsal dinner. Bring stuff I don't even eat no more. You know, stuff you need a towel with because it's so greasy that the pot is greasy. Man, they came in there like the black Beverly Hillbillies up in there, man. They had pots. They had rags. They had things. And Pastor Rita all dressed up. I mean, she was sharp, you know. She was like, whoa, at rehearsal dinner. She saw this, and I could just see, like, gotta. We had greens, and um, Pastor Rita had some prepared like chicken almondine. You know, sometimes uh, we don't become a part of something. That was one of my favorite parts was being a part of that. Uh, not because it made her mad, <laughs> but because we got to do something, and we get to make a decision and be a part of it. You know, uh, we were listening to uh, Bishop Jakes this morning, and we're sharing some stuff that Mike, Mike has been sending me. And, uh, and he was talking about God doesn't make furniture. People go around praying for furniture. God made trees, and he gave us a brain. Now, I don't know about y'all. I can't make. Y'all, I've seen some. I can't even draw a good table. You know what I mean? Much less make one with nails and, and glue and all that. But he gave you your brain. And that's what I love what, 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 what Donald was up here saying. We have to be accountable for even, even though I'm saying it, you have to be accountable for going back and reading it, right? You, you, you have to understand that word and put it in you. And that's uh, part of the things is going back and, and fighting for kids and fighting for all the things. It's like, like I don't want to drain out just doing this part. So here's, what, here's, what, here's where it goes. So this glorious section, from, from the smoke and pain and heart, it is a relief to pass into the clear, clean atmosphere of the eternal morning where the breath of heaven is sweet and the vast city of God sparkles like diamond in, in the radiance of his presence. Now, think about this. You're going through so much, but keep your eye on God. The goal for the devil is to get you to quit because you think there's no way it's going to get better. It's no, no way it's ever going to be better. And, and he's telling you that it's, the light is there. It's better to, to struggle with God than to get all you want in the world and end up you leaning up against the wrong build and running the wrong race, right? To get there in the end and realize this ain't even my lane. Here's, here's what I love, men, no insults, right? Because on July 3rd, 2012, I wrote something about uh, very rarely do women mention their age. 
And even more rare, very rarely do men act there. So, you know, just kind of put that out there. And so just, just sit there. I, I, I copied it because I posted it in 2012. <laughs> like, and I know, I, I know I'm one of them, right? And I noticed this last night when I was at the store uh, getting juice products. This lady lost her car. She didn't know where she put it. Right, and she was just giggling about it, like I don't know where I parked. And she realized it was way on the other side, and she laughed about it. A man, had it been, because I've been one, not not mean. I'm a man now, but I've I've lost lost my car before. We chew ourselves off out. You know better than that. Like like it's a play. Come on, man. Hustle. What's wrong with you? Get your mind together. Like we chew ourselves out. How you gonna lose the car? The lady is laughing to get hers, the man over there, come on, run a lap, you know, go do a basket. And, and, and God is like, dude, there's light on the other side. We put, we put too much pressure, in, and I know, man, we want to pay our bills. We do, we, like, like it's, it, it's something, I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily ever supposed to just go away, but it ain't supposed to just go that way, all right? So it is worth remembering that the new heaven referred to doesn't mean heaven where God is. Now, y'all understand that, right? This doesn't mean where God is enthroned. This is not that heaven. It's, uh, let me give you the, 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 the Bible uses the, world, the word heaven in three senses. The first heaven is the earth atmosphere, the blue sky. The second heaven is the outer space up there where they can't breathe without, you know, suits. Night sky. The third heaven is the place where God is, where God lives in glory. When the scripture speaks of new heaven, they mean a new blue sky. There's going to be better days right here when the new heaven and the new earth comes here. He's going to change this presence. It ain't up there. They're not redecorating heaven where God is. That's good. It's set. But when he comes down and what, what he's they're explaining to us, this world will not be as corrupt as it is right now. There's, new, there's the new coming with God. New night sky. Not a new heaven where God dwells. The ancient Greek word translate uh, new here means Cain, K-A-I-N-E, which means new in character, fresh. It doesn't mean recent or new in time. So new in character. I mean, we can use some new character around here, right? Because there are some people, there are some evil, there's some stuff that's going on around that where people are killing kids. They're killing, you know, the lady walking her child on the Upper East Side of, uh, of Manhattan. Uh, they shot, gunned her down. She's just walking her baby. Shot her and the baby. Right? That's where, that's the Upper East Side of Manhattan. That's where the, the, the one-bedroom little box is 2000 a month. I want to be right near the toilet when I sleep for 2000 a month. It's crazy. But he said, I'm going to change that. This is the better heaven and better earth replacing the old verse 2 through 5 in, in there. The holy city, New Jerusalem. This is Jerusalem of hope, according to Hebrews 12, 22. So again, if you're getting the notes, please go back. The whole point of, of giving you the reference verses is to show you that the Bible is the true word of God. Because you're going to run into people say, oh, I bet man changed it. I bet man wrote that. I bet man put that in. No man wrote the Bible. Only the Spirit of God inspired them to write through them. It was God doing it, right? So we trust his word. So Galatians and the Jerusalem above, Galatians 4.26, the place of our real citizenship, Philippians 3.20. 
Now, God is all setting all of this up so that we could come and be able to align ourselves with the book of Revelations. However, and y'all be honest, most people won't read the book of Revelations. They're terrified of it. Okay? They are. The Bible says in the opening verse, y'all, which y'all remember 10, 20 some odd weeks ago, <laughs> blessed are he who read this book means the majority of the church is missing blessings, right? And you got to stand and, and speak the blessings of God. So uh, the body of Christ will come as a bride of Christ, uh, completely delivered from the world. All the things that broke us and made us cry will be passed away. Let me say it for you. Amen. Those hurts, those pains, those things are going to be gone. Verse 6 through 8, the invitation and the warning, God's eternal purpose in Jesus is now accomplished, according to Ephesians 1 and 10. Now, what, what I would love for you to do, when you got some time, go look up these verses. Just go through here and just look up the verses. Don't, don't do anything else. Don't even read. Just go through here and look up these verses of how God was planting seed and giving us directions on how he's going to wrap this thing up. And how things are already forming and shaping itself right now. You know, there's just this whole new order of things. Verse, uh, those who overcome by faith in Jesus, as in 1 John 5, 5, enjoy a special relationship with God. Those who reject Jesus and make themselves apostate are spe specifically prohibited from entering the new Jerusalem. Now, again, people go like, well, that's just me. And I thought God was all love. It is love. When I give you the opportunity, that's love. That's my love. I'm reaching out my hand to tell you, come to Christ. Come, come know me. Come, come to Christ so that you don't go through that. Wouldn't it be crazy, they say, that that church unlocked their doors. It started raining, and that church is mean because the doors are locked, but I got rained on outside. If you stayed outside, that's on you. You have to come into Christ. And that's what we're inviting people into to come into Christ. Bible gets to the end of this, the coward, cowardly. How many of y'all like cowards? Let me look down. I don't even want to know. Uh, is cowardice enough to send a person to hell? Uh, John is not speaking of natural timidity or natural fearful, but of that cowardice which in the last resort chooses a self and safety before Christ. Never run in fear, but always stand in faith. We have to stand in faith. We, we, had, a, we had some people leave our, uh, our church years ago because Pastor Rita and I wouldn't preach, uh, live any way you want to, just as long as you come to church. They left. You're not teaching us right. I said, man, I'm teaching you the Bible. Show me in the scripture where it tells you you can just go and, and disobey God, be crazy, do sleep around, do whatever, and just you okay. Now, are we going to make mistakes? Yes. But we don't go around saying God has, wants us to be this way. They actually came and, and, and uh, even confronted me with that. And I showed them, show me your scriptures, I'll show you all of mine. Right? Faith without works is dead. We have to respond to those who love me. Right? And that was part of it. If, you know, uh, one of they say that the not growing, but biggest abuses is in the church is that there are people who've been given this safety net 
where they say they're okay, but they go home and they're abuse, abusive, abusive at home. And they, everybody sits there and don't say anything. Like, well, wait a minute. Now, is everything going to go well? Pastor Rita just stood here and told you she struggled early on in the marriage. Now, the first six months, she said a whole year. It was only six months. Felt like. I better stop now, right? It is time like, okay. But that was, that, that was her responding to what God said. Okay, here you are. Now let's work this out together. And she meant to tell you, like, it was, it was, she said it was exhausting. On, on Sunday, if she blew up on Sunday, I just wouldn't participate. That's a miracle of God. I love arguing. So when she'd blow up, she'd wear herself out, slam the door, and have to take a nap. I'd order wings, hamburger, watch all the football games. She's asleep. I got what I wanted. Right? I didn't participate. But I also prayed that we got to get over this. Right? And we need that prayer, like, for one another. And that's what God is telling us, like, it's a bride. And we can't get away from that. You can't just do whatever you want to. I believe it's, it's <laughs> here we go, Romans 8.1, <laughs> I believe. It says that all these things, it, it, it even, <laughs> there's therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That is correct, right? I, just, I thought it was, but sometimes now. But I, I, got, I, got my, I got my checker here, so we're good. I got, I got my comfort. And, and, and so, again, we, we think about that. I, I don't condemn yourself, but, but also get your act together. Right? Get your act together. And, and, and then walk in that justification of God. So he's saying that these, this is part of that. I don't know why I got off on that. But, but not everybody, people don't like the truth anymore. Right? And yeah. The shoe fit, <laughs> wear it. The boot fit, kick with it. No, I'm just kidding. Don't kick, don't kick anybody. Stand in faith. Stand in faith. Verse nine through ten. An angel will show John the city in greater detail. Verse eleven through fourteen. The beauty, uh, the city's brilliance, walls, gates. It starts to give you all these details about the city, and that's why I'm just giving you these little points. Verse 16, 15 through 17, the dimensions of the city. Verse 18 through 21, the beauty of its structure. The constant mention of transparency indicates that the city is designed to transmit the glory of God in the form of light without hindrance. Verse 22 through 23, God is all the new Jerusalem. It's all in the New Jerusalem. This reminds us that heaven will be a place of pure worship. It's a place of pure worship. Listen, if you don't like to worship God, heaven is going to be a drag for you. They are constantly worshiping God. It's not optional. It, it is like, and, and, and we all are going to do that. We're all going to fall before God and worship and like, thank you, God, for getting me like, you know, sometimes when we get so ready, let's just end it now, God. It says too many people not ready yet. Too many people not ready. If you're really ready to go to heaven, go reach as many people as possible. If you're ready to go, go tell others. Because it's not, it, it, that, that would be unmerciful. So we got to get ourselves back in there. So uh, 
the, this reminds us that heaven will be a place of pure worship. Verse 24 through 27, access into the city. The exhortation warns present readers that the only way to participate in the future city is to turn one's loyalty to, to the Lamb now. Right? Today is the day of salvation. Now is the time. Not after you die. There is nothing. You, you can't go get that out. Once you die, that's it. Okay? And so we have to go with God. Now we're going to go to chapter 22. Quick. Verses 1 through 9. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, uh, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruit every month, and the leaves of the, of the tree were for the healing of the nations. I struggled reading this yesterday. And there shall be no more curse. Amen. But the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. And they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads. And there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light or of the sun. For the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. And he said unto me, These sayings are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angels to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth these sayings of the prophet of this prophet's prophecy of this book. And I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which showed me these things. Then said he unto me, see thou do it not, for I am the fellow servant and of the brethren, the prophets, and of them which keepeth the sayings of, the book, of this book, worship God. Right? Now, Donald stood up here and said the same thing without even getting to this point. We only worship God. That's it. Do not come up here and bow. I used to have this one uh, this place I used to work at. This lady found out I was a, a pastor, and she, she just had jokes. In fact, I was only a youth pastor. And she's a little Asian lady. Hello, Father. She'd do that to me all the time. I was like, you're so rude. <laughs> She'd do it all the time. I said, just back up. No, Father. I said, stop. You know, I'm not your father. <laughs> Old enough to be my grandmama. How am I going to be your father? Through the Old Testament, prophets used the picture of a river as a powerful expression of richness and provision and peace. And I, I believe it, it is in John 7 and 37 where Jesus says, any man thirsts, let him come to me. That you be a river of living water. It's, like a, it's a powerful like, like a river, this powerful thing. So here's these things that, that you go along with these verses. of it's, it's an expression of richness, provision, and here's our, our great word, and peace. Here are these verses that go along with that. Isaiah 48 and 18. Zechariah 14 and 8. Ezekiel 47 verses 1 through 9. Those are verses that are talking about the power. I'll make a river in the desert. You remember that? How dry are you? God, 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 let God bring the water. Everybody else's water runs out, or they start charging you too much, or they tell, put a restriction on it. You only drink from here two days a week. Verse 2, the tree, 
the tree of life. The Bible begins with the tree of life. Remember that? Tree of life they weren't supposed to eat, to, eat from in Genesis 3, 22 through 24. Here's God calling full circle. If I wanted to prove that God wasn't real, wouldn't I would have tried to stop his word from getting through? If I would have been back there and said, I just want to make people not believe, why couldn't they stop it? Because it is heaven sent. The Spirit of God protected it. So this is where when I run into people, they, they say, well, well, how do you know the Bible is true? God protected it. Oh, I believe in God. I just don't believe in the Bible. That's impossible. The two go together. Right? John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Like, that's, that's who he is. That's his Word. Like, what else are you going to go by? How you feel, your opinion? We all get those. But in that time where that tree was, man was not allowed to eat, right? Remember, that's how Adam and Eve got here. And this is, this is the deal, right? When we go back and we say that, right? When Adam sinned, how many of us were sentenced to death after Adam sinned? All of us. And the crazy part, now people believe that once Jesus obeyed God, only some of us can be saved. How is Adam's disobedience greater than Jesus' obedience? You know, and as much as we know that, why do we think our mistakes last longer than our praise? It doesn't. You've you got to turn around immediately and look like the, the whatever folks going to think about it. By the way, look, not everybody likes me, which is just crazy. Like, you, you, I don't understand. How do you not like me? So, you know, you're going to have some enemies. And that's okay. So did Jesus. They didn't like him. How do you not like the person that's healing, raising the dead? I told you, I couldn't, I couldn't have been the Savior. I'd have been taking all my stuff back on the way to the cross, taking my healing back. Oh, weren't you limping? Okay, let me, okay. Give me, go on, give me that ankle back. You want to be out here spitting on me. I told you, we'd have played Marco Polo with all the people I healed from blindness, and now they're going to spit on me? I'd have took my eyes back. Now we're spitting now. And that's what hurts us, right? Because you do all that stuff, and you support, and you give, and then you get nothing in return but rejection and hurt. And that's what can make you, listen, not y'all. That's what makes me like want to be like, okay, let me murder one of these jokers and get out of here. <laughs> that ain't what God called us to do. He said, do it as unto me, not unto yourself. So whether they receive you or not, that's okay. Just let them receive what I told you to give. And that's really great about that. Now, now we want to talk about, we want to talk about marriage issues that have been brought to the table. Because you knows, we need those folks who know how to walk. We West Texas. <laughs> we West Texas boys. We country boys. We'll shake your hand. We want agreement. But you break that agreement, we might shoot at you on a hunting trip. <laughs> In West Texas, we play for keeps. We're around that. We're around that with referees that cheated. And, and you know, we'd be in sports. They cheat you. Not good for a person who likes to get revenge? I throw baseballs at umpires. Oh, just trying to get him out a second. There's no runner there. What? I, look, I had issues. 
I had issues, which had to be cleared up way before we even came together. Anger problems is an understatement. And that's why I can go into schools and understand the little elementary kids who are being pushed to the side, hyper, I'm hyper. Anger is, and, and, and the counselor, well, that one's just ain't gonna listen to words you say. He's just, he's just no good. Before I even get to speak, the counselor, yeah, who needs a counseling? I say, thank you for the pep talk. I'm sure to do my best after all that. Glad you went around when I was little. Maybe your grandmama was the one teaching me. Listen, how can you expect something for somebody you don't believe in? How can you pray for somebody that you talk about and hurt? So, and uh, I wish y'all all lived with us because you could see this stuff going down. And it's a tough place because you get your feelings hurt. And God didn't tell us to minister by feelings. He says to minister through obedience. And you speak the word and you move on. Uh, and, and I'm just telling you that human part of us has to be shut down. That don't mean it won't come up. Okay? That, that's all I'm saying. I ain't going to get up here. I'm telling you now. I ain't going to get up here and act like I have it all together. Because the right wrong stuff crossed me, you know, I need some hours. Six, seven weeks, maybe, but, you know, I'll, pull, I'll, I'll eventually pull it together. But it take, you know, because you, you all, okay, anyway, now we see the tree of life again, verse 3 through 5, what it will be like and what the saints will do. In heaven, the curse is gone. Again, I'm going to say amen. He talked about being free from alcoholism, 33 years. Let me tell you even a bigger habit that, that Donald broke was drinking soda. How many of y'all know? He can get the whiskey out of me, but if you mess my grape soda, there might be a whole different fight, right? Because God is like, I'm trying to sustain you because I need you around to do the good work that you're doing. Fasting and praying. I didn't, look, we wanted us all to join in it together in, in whatever way you join in to do it. And it's about us corporately believing for one another. When we do it as a group, do it as a whole, that's, that's always a, a sign to me when, when I would see people that wouldn't, be, wouldn't walk with us in this area like, ah, ah, and God says, now you move on and let them be them and let me be you in you. So since no curse, since, wait, scribe, hang on. <laughs> With the effects of since the fall, man and creation have lived with the effects of the curse described in Genesis 3:16. I got ahead of myself. That's what Genesis 3:16 through 19 was talking about, where all death should come upon every man, right? If all death came upon every man, it means when Jesus obeyed God, all life was available to every man, right? Not some get to heaven and some not. So you should just give up because there's no way you can get in. Talk like Jesus is a bouncer at a club or something. No, you, he wants you to come to him. Who says, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men, but only some going to get in? What you bring me here for? Ugh. So when you're saying about teaching the Bible and someone comes to you like, oh, how do you know it's true? Because I didn't write it. That's all you got to say. No more curse, perfect restoration. Throne in the midst, perfect 
at administration, here's how these things look at it, right? Perfect restoration, thrown in the midst, perfect administration, servants shall serve perfect subordination. Uh, they shall see his face, perfect transformation, name on for his perfect identification. God is the light, perfect illumination, reigning forever, perfect exaltation. That's God. That's how it's going to look, new heaven, new earth. By the way, you can start to see that now. Don't ever go up to somebody and pray for them to be well, and you don't believe that they're ever going to get it. Keep your prayer, whatever it was you did. If you pray for somebody, believe that they are going to be healed and that they're going to receive it. Don't be out there, well, I hope you get something. Well, I just, you, I did. I just got you on my nerves right now, and I need to get you off of them. You can't pray like that. You, you, it's it's got to be like you either believe it or you don't. The angel, verse 6 through 7, the angel and Jesus adds, add words of verification in these verses. He verifies his word. And God's word is faithful and true. Verses 8 through 9, John is corrected for worshiping an angel a second time. Do not worship a created being. Got it? Do not ever Never, ever, ever worship a created being. You worship God and God alone. That's it. That's it. Don't come, don't, if you bow to me, I, I, I'm going to do something crazy to make you not want to no more. <laughs> just so I can get you away from it. I'm just, I got to, I'm not God. You got, we got to understand that because, again, if you're worshiping the wrong thing, it don't matter how well you do it. It's wrong. Now, the church do need to get more committed because I, I, I was going in the guitar center, I think Justice and I, and we saw these Muslims, and they had their blankets out behind the car in the parking lot facing east because it was time to pray. I mean, they, ain't, they, ain't, they got the park. They got the block. It's time to pray. Like, it, it hit them like, oh, we can't go in there. It's sunset. And they bowed him. What were we? Now, please don't go laying on that because it was hot. That's you see what I'm saying? Like now they're trying to offer a sacrifice that God ain't called you to do that. Not that kind of stuff, but their religion does. That's what he said. What he say? I have a what? I'm going to ask my wife, if you love me, go put some shorts on and put your knees on that hot concrete out there. Ain't going to happen. Not going to happen. We'll get you some ice cubes when you get done. No. That ain't love. That's dumb. I need, we need to be more committed. You just had a guy ask me, why are you fasting? Because the world we're living in is like a, a war zone. And I said, I'm fasting for peace, fasting for a president, fasting for, for a better world, fasting for things to get better. Like, what am I fasting? And I, and I had to stop. Because apparently I go one sentence too long. And I caught myself going, do you ever do anything for God? I didn't say it, but that's, that was the next one. And, and I just shut up. Good for me, right? Which means I don't always make it. Right? I was like, you got a blue ribbon. You ever see me with the star stickers? That means I did a really good job. Pastor Rita gave him a sticker. 
So if it's wrong for an angel who's carrying out the mission and message of God, if it's wrong for us to worship that who got straight from the throne room doing stuff, he said it's wrong. Don't you bow to me? We equal. We only bow to God here. Do not worship. I'll gladly be your pastor, by the way. Verse 10 through 11, a warning is given either by the same angel or by Jesus. This is in contrast to the Old Testament prophecy in Daniel chapter 8 and verse 26. Men seal the book of Revelations in defiance of God's command. Now, in this particular time, God says, do not seal this book because people need to read it. Now, if he didn't want us to read it and understand it, it would have been sealed. Difference between that and here. God is saying, leave it open, right? If the warnings of this book are not sufficient, there is no more that God can say. And this is why that time where people reject him is like, I'm showing you, I'm giving you warnings. I've come, I've saved you, I've died, I've resurrected. And if you still won't believe, what else is left? What else is left to give? What else can I give? What else can I do with that? Verse 12 through 13, Jesus declares, I am coming quickly. If Jesus will give to everyone according to his work, does that mean we are saved by our works? No, we're not. However, (laughs) it does show that living faith will have works with it. If your faith is really alive, you will live like it's alive. James 2 and verse 20, here see some reference verses. And Titus chapter 3, verse 8. Your life should look like you got saved. Right? You ever said that in a, in a fight, you should see the other guy? <laughs> but you, like my mama used to say, they're going to have to just take your word for it. If you ever hit me and you go back to them and say you won, they're just going to have to take your word for it because you don't look like you won. In these parts where God is saying we should be opening up our faith, our lives should display faith. Does that mean you're going to be perfect? No. That's why we read about mistakes. That's why we talked about mistakes. You're, you're going to make mistakes. Don't let someone come to, I thought you was a Christian. You thought, I know I'm one. You thought, that's your thoughts. I know who I am in Christ. That's why I know I'm getting up from this mistake. And I'm going to move on. You'll stay there and you'll, still, you'll stay stuck right there on my last mistake while I've moved on. And that's usually what people do. They just stay stuck in what you did wrong. Yeah, you're going to get angry. Yeah, you're going to have some days. Jesus is alpha and omega. That means first and the last. He is first and last. He is our beginning, middle, and ending. It is also irrefutable proof that Jesus is Yahweh, the Lord, I the Lord am the first and the last I am he. Reference this is Isaiah chapter 41 and verse 4. He said, this is who I am. And again, I struggle, like Pastor Rita, I, I feel like it's a better teacher than I am. I preach loud, scream, yell, laugh. Uh, this stuff, like to slow down. It's not my nature. It's not comfortable for me to slow down and tell you 
these things that are details. I expect, I want you to just know. But sometimes you don't know. Sometimes we have to slow down. Sometimes we have to slow down and take it in. Book of Revelation made me slow down. Chapter 22, verses 14 through 15 says, Blessed are they that do his commandments, that, that they may have right to the tree of life, and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without or outside of the gate are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. Remember, there are people that not only make lies, they believe lies. Okay? He said these are outside. They're outside the new city. And y'all remember what I said about sorcerers, remember? That's where we get the Greek word pharmaceutical, pharmacy, medicine, drugs. Is that are, there's, there's, the, there's the capability of that when people are so legal or unlegal, unlegal, or illegal, unlegal, that if you take too much medication, body can become poison. You start to see things, feel things, and believe things. Right? We've seen this. Now, we know what the illegal ones will do immediately. But now it's the legal ones as well. Let's depend on God for our healing, restoration, and peace. Pray, believe. I'm not telling you not to take medicine. By all means, if you got a headache, do whatever it does so we can be around you. But I am telling you, don't get so consumed with the sorcery that's around us. It becomes a demonic activity. And, and uh, it was scary because I was announcing how some of the stuff that they found where people have taken PCP, guy killed his girlfriend when they found him. He was eating her kidneys and stuff. So we never thought that, right? Nobody ever thought that that was going to happen. He's under the influence. Now, normally he wouldn't shake salt on somebody's kidneys. By the way, if someone does that to you, get away from them. They got the knife out looking at you like you dessert. It's, it's time to go. Okay, I'm sorry. The exaltation of the faithful and the damnation of those who wouldn't believe will happen at this time. And people will go like, oh, that's unfair. He gave you a chance to receive God. He gave you that opportunity. This is it. This is that chance to receive God. And, and, and it's not that God is not loving. Here's, that's the opportunity. If, if y'all knew that there's poison in here and you let me drink it because I look thirsty up here, you better hope I die from it. Because if I, if I make it, I'm coming after you. So when you see and, you wanna, and you're correcting your kids, it's because you know that there's poison in that. There's poison in that. You know how you handle relationships. You know how things broke your heart. You don't want your kids to go through that. And you're trying to help them through that. Verse 16, Jesus brings a word of verification to leave no doubt that these are his words. Verse 17, the spirit and the bride say to all, come and receive Jesus, the living water. Okay. Last set of verses, Revelations 22, verse 18 through 21. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. So don't go making up your own Bible and adding sections. Okay? Here's number 19. Number 19 has messed me up for years. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city 
and from the things which are written in this book. He which testified these things saith, surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. The end, right? Hang on a second before we yay. Verse 19. If somebody takes away, they will be removed from their part in the book of life. Please go check that out and do something with it because the way I'm interpreting is that the book of life is where they find you so you can go to heaven. We can't just take parts out that we don't like. Or that's a part God don't like, and he takes out. Good. Sometimes you want to be wrong, but I don't know any other way to read that. I went through several commentaries. I went through the Greek. <laughs> I even went through the Hebrew. It's not even translated Hebrew. It's translated in Greek. And it still says, will be taken out. Your part will be taken out of the book of life. Well, I thought once I got in, that's it. God, that's it. I was in. And our deal is, our goal is not to get out. We want to stay in. Amen? Amen. That's not our goal is to get out. Now, I'm not telling you that, it, you know, you may slip up. Did I say a wrong verse? Did I say it wrong? It was a wrong verse. It was completely wrong. But I'm not telling you to go be wrong in that verse. We're going to make mistakes. But don't go around and say, well, this is the way God wants it. No. As I said last week, hell is never an option for my family, my friends, and anyone that I meet. And that's why I won't just sit around and just say, oh, it's okay, live in the way you want to. No. I can get along with you, but I'm not going to go along with that, and I'm going to keep speaking what I believe God tells me to speak about it. Amen? All right, bow your heads. Justice, go get that table. Get all the juice set out for the folks because they're going to be running because we're long. Got to move quickly, Justice. As your heads are bowed, your eyes are closed. Father, we thank you for helping us as we uh, seek to understand even more in the book of Revelation. In 10 weeks is obviously ain't even close to enough time. But Lord, for what you've given us and shown us, Lord, let us be careful to grow in your word and grow in your expectation. We know, Lord God, there is a serious call for us to be bold and courageous and witness about the glory and goodness of God. And not just the good parts, but Lord God, all that you are, all that you've done. Father, we refuse to let any man hold over our head our past. When you've taken it and delivered us from the past, you've taken it and you said, that's not who you are anymore. You are free and who the son has set free is free indeed. So, Lord, we're not going to let someone take that part out of the Bible and only use what they can judge me by and not what you've given me mercy to live by. I thank you for your grace and mercy that sustains me always. And, Father, we bless you. We honor you. We thank you for the book of Revelation, not only independence on this day from physically, but we're independent uh, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. We thank you for our freedom that's in you, Christ. And we give you all the glory and all the praise in Jesus' name.
Amen. Amen. Hey, don't ever be afraid of your truth when you line it up with the Word of God. It's, it's right there for you. Amen.